As we talk more about the federal budget and for a discussion about what's really in the numbers, Kevin Page is the former parliamentary budget officer and now president and CEO of the Institute of Fiscal Studies and Democracy at the University of Ottawa. Thank you so much for being here. Good to be with you, sir. You know, when you look at the headlines and the, you know, kind of a the takeaway from yesterday's budget, it really runs the gamut from so much spending, it's going to drive even more inflationary pressures to that this is a modest and almost conservative style budget. What's your assessment? Yeah, I think it's probably the truth might be somewhere in the middle, Alan, that um, like we are living in an inflationary environment. I think there is a sense that these large fiscal supports in Canada and other countries kind of contributed to some of that inflationary pressure. Um, uh, you know, on the other hand, I think people are surprised in this budget. They were thinking after the, you know, the, after witnessing the NDP liberal agreement that maybe we'd see a, a larger deficits, bigger expansion of government. And what they got was uh, a much slimmed down budget, you know, modest amount of spending. So I think they are a little bit surprised. Uh, just like the government seems to pull the switch. When we talk about um, uh, debt to GDP, it's such a it's such a key metric, and debt to GDP will decrease over the course of this budget. Is it in, in a, a danger zone at this point? No, I think not for Canada. I think it, it is a danger zone for some European economies, some developed economies. Um, we've experienced danger zones in Canada in the early 1990s, where bond rating agencies were saying, uh, "You know, you've got to you know, you've got to pull in the purse strings." Um, so we, what we saw in uh, 2020 was an enormous increase in our debt to GDP ratio. Uh, that's sort of our debt to income ratio. And, um, you know, but I think, you know, again, I think there was a recognition that we needed to kind of bring it back down, particularly in an environment of higher interest rates. So those carrying costs were going to get large. But I think the carrying costs of this debt because of low interest rates, are, it's still very low at record low levels. Our debt levels, even in debt relative to income, is still low relative to other countries, including AAA countries. So we're not in a danger zone, but it doesn't mean we need to be prudent. I think we have to be respectful that like future generations are going to have problems to solve too. We want to leave them with some fiscal room. And on the inflationary pressure, if the Bank of Canada is aggressive on interest rates, um, what is that going to do to projections? Yeah, I think there, there is a risk, Ellen, that the, the the numbers, the planning outlook is a bit is optimistic. That one that was presented with budget 2022, it's an average of private sector forecasters. So you could argue that it doesn't have political bias, but it's an old forecast. It was based on a survey that was done in February, which was before you know we, we really saw that you started to appreciate the magnitude of the Ukraine Russia war and the impact of sanctions on commodity prices. So we're seeing we're going to see much higher inflation, even higher than the five and a half percent year over year rate that we have now for the CPI. That number is going to go closer to 10, which is going to shock people. And I think, you know, the governor of the Bank of Canada, the Bank of Canada is going to be worried about inflationary expectations and that this will feed through you know, into wages. And it will end up with something that we, you know, we experienced in the late 70s, kind of a wage price spiral. And, and so like we we are going to see more aggressive increases in interest rates. And I think this higher inflation is really going to hurt people's wallets. So real personal disposable incomes are going to decline and that's going to eventually slow growth. And we did not see that in the outlook in terms of the planning assumptions that underpin this budget. There's, a, you know, the first round effect of a supply shock is good for Canada because we produce oil and gas. The second round effect really hits us as consumers and people are going to feel that more and more as the year progresses. 
Can we just uh, turn our eye to the housing announcements? Uh, there was a lot there in terms of uh, both on supply side and, and also on buy side. Uh, the supply side is a lagging indicator. I mean, they promised to spend money, but they've the government has promised to spend money before and hasn't really done it in terms of supply side. But at the same time, now they're giving you know these you know, savings for first-time home buyers and all the rest. Is that not going to juice the market in the short term? Yeah, it's a it's a really good question. I I, um, I, I think a lot of us are still going to wrap our heads around what this will mean for supply and demand in that marketplace. What will this mean for inflation and GDP? Like my sense, Ellen, is that this will play out more in the medium term, not so much in 2022. Like it will take a while to actually increase the stock of housing. That's your point. You know, you can't do anything on the supply side pretty, you know, really quickly. It's mostly fixed in the short term. But over the, you know, over a number of years, we can definitely increase the stock of affordable homes. Um, on the demand side, on the issue of these credits, like in terms of helping us save more money, like it, it will take a while for people to actually generate those kinds of savings is the way I think those, those tax credits are structured. So I, like, I don't think it's going to end up like really boosting house prices more than they are right now in the short term. I think both those measures, supply and demand, are more medium term measures. And I think the government tried to, you know, is making a case that they're focused more on the supply side. When you look at how much money they've allocated for supply, you know, in terms of increasing the stock versus demand, you know, helping young families kind of get into the housing market. More of the emphasis, the dollar emphasis is on the supply in this budget, but it, they're both long-term measures. Speaking with Kevin Page, who, of course, is the former parliamentary budget officer and is now president and CEO of the Institute of Fiscal Studies and Democracy at the University of Ottawa. Put yourself at a cocktail party this weekend. Somebody wants to come up to you and you got asking you for a sentence or two to just sum up what was in the budget and what your takeaway was. What would you tell them? Well, I learned this morning speaking to a, an accountant that um, the um, there will be no tax on non-alcoholic beers. So if you're out there and you don't, and you drink a lot of those not so good beers and you buy them at you know the Metro or whatever, um, you're going to save a few cents on a can. Um, I might start with that, given it's a cocktail party. And, you know, and <laughs> yeah, so but then I would say probably, Alan, that it is a modest budget. It, they're, they're, it's a measured amount. They're very careful in terms of the measurements, how they're using the dis additional flexibility from higher inflation. Um, and I think it's it's responsible in the sense that like these deficits are coming down faster than what projected in the in previous you know updates and budgets and the debt to gdp ratio is coming down faster and i think from the business community side that what i heard from them is they want normalization they want normalization from the bank of canada they want normalization in terms of federal finances smaller deficits uh, a debt to gdp ratio that they feel comfortable with kevin great to talk to you thank you so much for your time today honored to be with you sir kevin page the former parliamentary budget officer and president and CEO of the Institute of Fiscal Studies and Democracy at the University of Ottawa.